It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Get the raw, unfiltered, uncompromising inspirational, motivational editions of Cold Sports Conversations. Every Tuesday on ColdSports.com, join me as I interview people who inspire all of us to be better. Cold Sports presents Conversations on ColdSports.com and other social media outlets. Welcome to Cold Sports. You have entered the zone called sports on another level. And now, here's your host, Cole Johnson. Cold Sports! I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guide, Cole Johnson. And on this episode, we're going to talk about planes sliding off of runways. An MVP candidate not really being one? We're, of course, going to award the Dota of the Week this week, and we're going to put a worthy subject on the further review that I really believe is going to be really interesting and worth your time and worth your while. But let's talk about that later. For now, let's get to the headlines. Dateline! Detroit. So there was a plane that was carrying the University of Michigan basketball team and it slid off the runway. And it was, of course, done because there was high winds that was hurting the opportunity for them to have a safe takeoff. The plane skidded off the runway after strong braking. That's what the team reports. The FAA reported that it then crashed through a perimeter fence, which damaged the nose gear. The team did make it to D.C. That's where the Big Ten tournament is now. And they have proceeded to go through everybody to the Big Ten final. It's amazing how diversity can help shape a team. And I really think this is probably what the doctor ordered, although you don't ever want to have a scare happen. But this probably galvanized the team, do something a whole lot greater than who they are and who they know to be. But I know a lot of people are rooting for the University of Michigan basketball team and will be doing so later on this month in March Madness. Dateline San Antonio. Quote, he'll be out for an indefinite period of time, and that statement says everything. Close quote. That was the San Antonio Spurs head coach, Brick Popovich, talking about his 6'11", 260-pound power forward, LaMarcus Aldridge. He has now been sidelined indefinitely with a heart arrhythmia, or to put it in layman's terms, heart palpitations or heart rate skipping beats. This is not the first time he's endured this. In fact, he missed the final nine games of the 2007 season due to a rapid heartbeat. And he also missed the beginning of the 2011-2012 season with the same condition. Longtime reserve guard Mano Ginobili had this to say about their chances and the injury. He said, quote, 
The good thing is that we don't know how long we're going to be without him. And we've created sort of a cushion in the Western Conference, that is, that would give us the possibility of even losing a couple of games. And it's not going to change that much. Maybe we won't be the number one seed if it happens for longer. But I think the two is in a good spot. We want to do good. We want to improve. We want to get other players involved and feel good and not relying on Kawhi and LaMarcus that much. So I think it can be helpful for us down the road. Close quote. Dateline, Foxborough. Now, we could talk about all the free agent stuff and we will get to some. And there's been some really good moves that have been made. However, the Patriots do it once again. In the file of the rich become richer, Belichick moves, wheels, and deals with the best of them. So when we're caught up with Spygate and Deflategate, how about Free Agent Gate? Because that's where the team is beating every other one of your franchises in the NFL. Take, for instance, this move. Now, Martellus Bennett was not going to be re-signed. So what does he do? He trades a fourth-round pick and gets Dwayne Allen from the Colts. How about this move? All right, so they're needing more help in the corner. So they sign Stephon Gilmore from the Bills. And that, in essence, (laughs) took the legs from underneath Malcolm Butler because now they can say, well, we got the cornerback we need. If you want to sign somewhere else, more power to you. But if you're going to sign with us, you're not going to get paid what I believe you think you're worth. Not saying that Butler is not worth what he's demanding. He knows the team in which he's playing. They don't shell out a lot of dough. And then there's the dealing with the Saints where a first-round draft pick went the Saints' way and Brandon Cooks went the Patriots' way. And it's quite possible that that number one draft pick may come back to the Patriots in exchange for Butler. If you want to know how to do this game and do it upright, go into the front office of the New England Patriots. They will show you each time how to do it. While we all cry over spilled milk over the fact that this team keeps being competitive year after year, they show you how and why. They manage the money. They manage the team. They get the right pieces at the right time for the right price. And they are enjoying the spoils of being the best team right now going, along with being the defending champs. So you can cry all you want. The truth is, if you're going to cast this team, you're going to have to do a lot of the things that they're doing. They're playing chess. The other 31 teams are playing checkers. Straight up. Dateline, Oakland. Draymond Green was absolutely livid over the fact that Madison Square Garden, when the Warriors visited there, didn't play music the whole game. Now, you got to be absolutely kidding me. We interrupt the regularly scheduled Cole Sports for this special report. This just in, hot off the presses. I still can't believe this. The Texans deal Brock Osweiler. (laughs) They deal Brock Osweiler to the Cleveland Browns. And not only do they receive Osweiler, the Browns also receive the Texans' second-round pick of 2018 and the sixth-round pick of 2017. Now, the Texans will get back a fourth-round pick, but really for them, it is about saving money. They save $10 million in the salary cap and $16 million in straight cash for the 2017 season. Now, we all know that for the Texans, it is about maneuvering possibly for Tony Romo. For the Browns, it's about draft picks because in the next two years right now, they have 26 in their arsenal. And I think their end game is trying to get Jimmy Garoppolo from the Patriots. And if there's anything that the Patriots love in the draft, it's the fact that they can deal draft picks or at least hoard them. 
Now, I mentioned Romo. It was slated that he was going to be outright released, but now the team thinks better of it and they are wanting to trade him. The two suitors that have been rumored to be in the front seat jockeying for position to get Romo have been the Texans and the Broncos. Well, the Broncos really didn't do much damage in the free agent market. They didn't clear up any space or room for Romo, but the Texans did. Stay tuned for more. But right now, Romo has not been released. He is still a Dallas Cowboy. But the Texans got rid of Osweiler. Unbelievable. This has been a special report from Cold Sports. Now, Back to the regularly scheduled programming already in progress. Ah, sucker. Stop worrying about the music and start worrying about stop kicking people in the jewels, man. Sad. When I come back, we're really going to go deep into your and my homes. And upon further review, but immediately following the break... The domain industry is growing rapidly, and it's time for you to share in the wealth. Our friends over at Domain.com challenges industry heavyweights head-on and offers a simple checkout process, industry low prices, and excellent service. Domain.com offers a wide selection of domain extensions, including .com domains, for a low, low price. How low, you ask? How about $10.47 a year? That's a deal, right? Well, how about this? Act now and you can get a domain today for 15% off. Just use the code AFCOM. That's A-F-F-C-O-M. And that discount is yours when you get your domain. Need web hosting? They do that too. In fact, if you purchase web hosting with domain.com, you can get 25% off using the code 25host. AFCOM, A-F-F-C-O-M, for 15% off your new name. 25host, 25 H-O-S-T for 25% off your web hosting. It's worth your while. Domain.com, the starting place for everything that happens online. Welcome back. We're going to get right down to it. How about awarding the next Dolt of the Week? Oh, this is a beautiful basketball. Oh, I'm sorry. Dolt of the Week, sponsored by somebody very soon. Now, we had a few candidates. Uh, Tay Francis, Raiders defensive end, Alden Smith, for 
being detained, being a public drunken idiot. Baker Mayfield, the Oklahoma quarterback, for pretty much the same thing, but for him having about three or four policemen tackle him in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and Demetrius Harris, the reserve tight end who might be charged with felony marijuana possession. But that all did not clear. This did. The winner of this episode's Dolt of the Week is... One of the six Shark Tank members and the Dallas Mavericks owner and CEO, Mark Cuban. He gets on this list because he keeps hating on Russell Westbrook. Yes, the point guard for the Oklahoma City Thunder. He just keeps hating on him and keeps hating on him. For what reason? I have no earthly idea, but it just keeps being ludicrous. Now, he popped off at the mouth and had this to say about Westbrook. We said, quote, the MVP candidates are LeBron James and James Harden. And that Russell Westbrook is not in the mix for the NBA MVP. Close quote. Now, I would not have given any thought to him whatsoever. But remember last year? Or I should say last year in the playoffs when the Mavericks and the Thunder played that Cuban had to opine and say, quote, Russell Westbrook is not a superstar. Close quote. You remember that? Well, you have to understand this is coming from a person who I think has a lot of sour grapes, eating them and wanting to toss them. Now, let's take a closer look at this guy who is not worthy of being MVP in Mark Cuban's eyes. Russell Westbrook. He averages 32 points a game. He pulls down close to 11 rebounds, 10.5, and he averages 10 assists a game. We've played, what, 65 games now? 32 11 and 10 through 65 games when only one guy has ever done this in 82. Only one guy has done a triple double in the 70 year history of the league. Oscar Robertson, 1962. Only one guy in 70 years has done what Westbrook is trying to do. And if he's trying for that mark, fine, let him try for it. But you can't tell me that those stats do not represent, one, a superstar, two, an MVP candidate. Okay, so you have LeBron, who's averaging 26, 8, and 8. You have Harden, who's averaging 28, 11, and, and 8. Okay, fine. Those are great stats, and I'm not hating on either one of them, but you cannot fix your mouth to say that Russell Westbrook is not an MVP candidate when he's putting up 32, 11, and 10. Your criticism doesn't shut you up. The stats do. And you could try to walk it back in your tweet, as you said, quote, it's too much fun to troll sports media. I can't not do it to them. Smiley face. Close quote. Nice try. No, but this is what you really feel. Come on, man. You've seen a lot more basketball than I do because you're in the arenas, even visiting arenas. You sent courtside in Dallas Mavericks games. So you do know some basketball. There's no question about that. And I get somewhat your parameters. I, I I do somewhat get your parameters. I think it's something in the neighborhood of 50 wins and a playoff series victory. Okay. But for right now, man, 32, 11, and 10. You don't have any room to talk any smack whatsoever about anything. Not with this. Not with this. I, I really believe you need to go back to the drawing board. Because any player that averages 32, 11, and 10 is a superstar and an MVP candidate. Whether you like him or not. When I come back, 
I'm going to put this subject on my further review, and this is something you and I need to hear. For you, the Cool Sports VIPs, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. There are many audiobooks from which to choose. How about Moneyball, The Art of Winning, An Unfair Game by Michael Lewis? Yes, the same New York Times bestseller that spawned the movie that starred Brad Pitt. How about The Big Miss? Golf fans, I know you want this. My Year's Coach of Tiger Woods by Hank Haney. Yes, the same hitting instructor that coached Tiger Woods back in his heyday of getting to Tiger Slam. How about the book I'm reading or listening to now? The Best in the World at What I Have No Idea by Peter Thomas Fornatale and Chris Jericho. You could choose them out of the 180,000 books they have so to download your free audiobook today go to audibletrial.com forward slash cold sports again that's audibletrial.com forward slash cold sports for your free audiobook hey you know after you listen to this episode of cold sports you can go ahead and listen to your favorite book try it out i know you'll love it enjoy these books and more with a free 30-day trial at audibletrial.com forward slash cold sports with the Z. 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 Audible.com, where powerful voices bring books to life. up on the next episode of cold sports we're going to talk about the fallout from the warriors and spurs the clash of the titans we're also going to talk about if romo is actually gone from dallas or is he still being held like a carrot being dangled by gerald jones and of course we're going to put a worthy subject on a further review you know that's how we go and that's how we roll and tune in this tuesday there is a wonderful interview with author and butterflies of wisdom podcast host win charles she's an inspiration you'll love her check it out this tuesday cold sports conversations but see those are for the episodes to come but for this one right here we're gonna go a little bit of a different tangent and we're gonna put this worthy subject upon further review Many thanks to this Boston Globe article by Billy Baker. It is entitled, The Biggest Threat Facing Middle-Aged Men Isn't Smoking or Obesity, It's Loneliness. And thank you, Joseph Foley, for bringing this article to my attention. You can check out his podcast, No Sitting on the Sideline Dad Podcast. And yeah, I was interviewed by this guy, and he's a wonderful, wonderful person. So yeah, check out his podcast, and check him out too. Have a conversation with him. He's a wonderful guy. Wonderful guy from Boston. So I read this article and I was just touched by it. And the reason why it touched me so much was because I thought, well, you know, maybe, maybe I need something from this. And then I was thinking, well, maybe I think many of us need this. 
Well, see, the article, as you can tell, it's about a writer who confronts the thought of loneliness confronting us head on in middle age. His editor told him that he had a wonderful story that he wanted to pitch him. And the pitch was, we want you to write about how middle-aged men have no friends. Now, this is a conversation I have had with my wife. And this is a conversation I have heard many guys have with their wives or girlfriends or friends. One of the beautiful things about women is that they click up. They they band together. They become a band of women and they can have friendships, thick as Steve's that go five, ten thick and deep from the time they're in their 20s or even to their even in their teens to when they are octogenarians. I mean, it, it's ridiculous how how far advanced women are than men are when it comes to being amongst a support system with friends. So Billy, the writer of this article, went forward and he said, quote, I turned 40 in May. I have a wife and two young boys. I moved to the suburbs a few years ago where I own a fairly ugly home with white vinyl siding and two aging station wagons with crushed goldfish crackers serving as floor mats. When I step on a Lego in the middle of the night on my way to the bathroom, I tell myself that it is cute that I've turned into a sitcom dad. Close quote. Now he goes on when he says, you know, during his week that his life revolves around work, that it's about work and it's about his children, that that seemingly he realized that very little of his time had anything to do with friends. So he visited a Cambridge psychiatrist by the name of Dr. Richard S. Schwartz. And when he talked to him about the story, he said, yeah, it's very typical. It's very typical. In fact, he went on to say this, too. When he was asked about how men shortchange friendships, Dr. Schwartz says, quote, and the public health dangers of that are incredibly clear. Close quote. Billy goes on when he says in a 2015 study out of Brigham Young. Data collected from 3.5 million people over 35 years, quote, it found that those who fall into the categories of loneliness, isolation, or even simply living on their own, see their risk of premature death rise from 26 to 32%. Now, consider that in the U.S. alone, nearly a third of people older than 65 live alone. By age 85, that has jumped to about half. Add all of this up, and you can see why the Surgeon General is declaring loneliness to be a public health epidemic. Close quote. Dr. Swartz goes on with to say, quote, since my wife and I have written about loneliness and social isolation, we see a fair number of people for whom this is a big problem. Often they don't come saying they're lonely. Most people have the experience you had in your editor's office. Admitting you're lonely feels very much like admitting you're a loser. Psychiatry has worked hard to destigmatize things like depression, and to a large part, it has been successful. People are comfortable saying they're depressed, but they're not comfortable saying they're lonely because you're the kid sitting alone in the cafeteria. Close quote. Now, many of you may not be that kid sitting alone in the cafeteria, and for a long time I didn't think I was that kid sitting alone in the cafeteria. But let's keep it a buck, shall we? There are many times in my life where I've said, you know, I really don't need to be with anybody. I don't need to be around anybody. In the words of Tretch in, in Uptown Anthem, I do my dirt upon my lonely. And I know many guys say that. 
I don't need to have a whole ton of friends or I do have friends, but I don't need to talk to them every day or every other day or every week. Sometimes every month. Sometimes every year. But this is beauty about friendship and I do mean male friendships. And that is this. When you realize how much in common you have with your fellow brother. You also realize how much further you can reach with your fellow brother. And I'm saying this on on this show, on this mic, as much for me as I am for you. Your friends are rich and valuable. When you watch sports, especially football. I mean, we can watch tennis and baseball and basketball and they have some some of those elements, too. But football is a really good example. The beauty of seeing teams go from a zero and zero record to the Lombardi trophy. It's the fact that there's 53 guys on the field and many more guys and, and women off the field who contributed to the success overall of the team that year. My mother was always saying to me, you're not an island. But life sometimes makes you feel like that you want to be on one. I want you to know this, my friends. If you have no one else on this earth, you have me. You don't have to be an island. Because I'm here for you. Besides, even Jesus said, when two or three are gathered together in my name, I'll be amongst you. So even Jesus doesn't want you to be alone. (laughs) And I don't want you to be alone either. You're too special of a human being to travel this world alone. If you happen to like this episode or any episode that you have heard thus far, regular show, special, or interview, why don't you come follow me on Facebook? That's Cole Sports. Sports with a Z. You can also come follow me on Twitter at Cole underscore sports. Again, sports with a Z. Make your voice heard. Make your presence felt. Come on down to the Cold Sports VIP room. Send Facebook. You can search in groups. Cold Sports VIP room. That's Cold Sports. Facebook again. Sports with a Z again. Canadian friends, I got you. Sports with a Z. You can also find me on other social media platforms galore. Like Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, Acast, TuneIn, Blueberry. Like, share, rate, review, subscribe to all of these platforms I'm giving you. More importantly though, you can listen to this and every episode before now on ColdSports.com. That's ColdSports.com. You can listen to this present episode and past episodes on ColdSports with a Z. Above all else, no matter what you do with this brand and this platform, I want you to enjoy the content. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I am Cole Johnson. And this is...
You've been listening to Cole Sports with Cole Johnson. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.